Hey, Jeff, my three-year-old adult dog has a long-standing fear of his food bowl. Mm. We've tried so many different bowls, locations, and tactics. He is fine with puzzles, working for and eating right. off the floor. Right. But sometimes a bowl would be great so I can supplement his kibble. To add, we always work on building his confidence, but he is somewhat fearful. Okay. So this is the thing. This is the thing. I'm not against all the alternatives that you're doing. I'm not against it. Okay? Let's say you put food in the food bowl and you put it in the dog's crate and you leave it there for 20 minutes, maybe 30. I'll let you get away with normally we do 15. I'll let you double it. I feed once a day. If you feed twice a day, that's fine. You put it down for 30 minutes in the morning, take it away. Whatever is eaten is eaten. You make up the difference at night. You don't double up on it. Um, you put it down at night. Eventually, that dog's need out of the food bowl. The issue is you cannot convince your dog not to be afraid of that food bowl. But these are apex predators. They need to eat to survive. Mother nature does not care about their fears. If they want to eat, they're going to have to get over their fears. So if you are hungry, you will eat food. Now, I'm not a fan of, well, I'll eat food off the floor if I just dropped it and I'll do, I'll do the five second rule. But if I saw a piece of meat in the dirt or in the rocks or in on the beach, I'm not going to pick it up and eat it. If I was stranded on an island and I saw food on the ground, I will either rinse it off, not rinse it off, but I will eat it. Why? Because I'm hungry as fuck and I'm trying to survive. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> anyway, this is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, the lovely Joelle who is responsible for all of our social media content, including that fantastic meme uh, that she put up uh, today. It's a real. It's a real today. She also does all the memes and all the videos. And and uh, thank you for all the great staff in Providence who's just killing it. If you, watched, yep. if you watched our social this week on Instagram and Facebook, these dogs are out. It, um, it looks like either Roger, Roger Williams Park or Lincoln Woods. And they're just like living their best life. And it's funny because when you see everyone should jump over to our Instagram and Facebook page and look at these dogs. These dogs were, are all aggressive or highly badly behaved, knew no commands, um, try to attack all of us, not all of them, but a lot of them, um, didn't listen at all, selective listening. And look at them now, out of control and look at them now leading really good lives. And that's just with us in a small amount of time. Imagine the life they're going to have with their owner. And that's why we do these podcasts because all this advice as snarky as it is and as like unprofessional as it is, um, the advice is true and accurate. Now, if you want a more professional environment, jump onto our Zoom channel because for $10 a month, $10 a month, we do a Zoom room, which is, it's like, you know, it's video, face-to-face -face video and it's like a big group video chat and you get to ask questions and you get a much more complete answer and it's 10 bucks, $10 a month and you just gave up coffee. So you're like, you're like at a hundred dollars a month savings right now. So, so yeah, so that makes up for fuel. But, um, ironically, um, a little secret, we don't, we don't reveal much about our personal lives. Um, she uses my car. Because she just want to put miles on her car, so I leave. Just, 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 just. And we can only drive it so much. I'm coming down here. It like, just drove down to Florida. I got to use your tons of miles. I'm using your car for two more months, Jeff. Anyway, um, ask your questions. So what you do is this: you'll type in your questions. If you're on YouTube, you can do something called the top chat, which just brings you to the top of the queue. Um, but you do not have to pay to play. We will answer as many questions as possible, as long as Joelle does not go on on our out of control rants. And um, and then Joelle reads the questions. I give the answers, and we've got um, 
Why don't you, can you type in the academy course? Try to do that. Type in the academy. We just started this online learning academy. And the puppy class, which launches in a few days, you can buy it now, but it officially launches. So you buy it now, and then all of a sudden it's just boom, it just, you can access it all. But the Green to Graduate course is we used a dog that didn't even know its name. And we, in 10 days, we train that to be an awfully reliable dog. That's us, 10 days. Big deal, we're dog trainers. But I think your average family busting their butt, working hard, doing reps, an hour a day tops of actual training, and then the rest just lifestyle work um, and lots of structure. Um, you're looking at four weeks probably. And, you know, so many people struggle. And then we're going to be starting putting up some more of the um, correction uh, videos on how to stop unwanted behaviors because that's what people really, really need. Um, a couple of them are up there with case studies right now. There's the resource guarding one, which is excellent. But the Academy, one of the reasons why we're down in Florida right now is I'm on a mini sabbatical. Um, my training center runs fantastic. I've got a great management um, a team up there. I've got great trainers up there. We can still handle as many dogs on a boarding as we need and as on a boarding train as we need. And um, so I'm down here at one of my houses in Florida. I invested in a bunch of real estate a few years ago. And we're going to be literally focusing on building content, building content to put on this academy. And the reason why we're doing that is because we can help more people than we ever can because economically, a lot of people cannot afford us. Geographically, they are not close to us. So we still have tons of free content and we'll continue to put out free content, but now we're putting out in-depth, step-by-step stuff for, um, for you know, a, lot of, a lot of people. So that's really, really exciting. So I'll just read the first question from Yankee Women. The whole family is doing fantastic. Thank you very much. Angela right now is reading a book and he'll be um, out here. Um, he came down to Florida with me and um, he'll be out here eating dinner soon. You might get a little sneak peek into him. And um, yeah, we're still, we're still, um, we're still doing these lives. We've been consistent. We've been consistent. Hey. You know, it was funny because I get, I get reminders, 12 year reminders of what back when, when I was on the radio. So I had my own radio show. Um, and then um, I transitioned on to Periscope and then all of a sudden um, just technology advanced so much that I was like, why be on the radio when I can reach the world like from my house yeah. and I don't got to drive there at a certain time and be at a certain place. So we're really, really excited about that. And next. Okay. Um, Yankee Woman said, hope the business is doing well Yeah, that was for Yankee. Yeah, by the way, that was answering Yankee Woman's oh, question. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. There were, there were like two parts. Right. You were addressing both. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, those Yankee women. Sorry. Samantha. I was, I was excited to see her. Hey, Jeff. My three-year-old adult dog has a long-standing fear of his food bowl. Mm. We've tried so many different bowls, locations, and tactics. He is fine with puzzles, working for and eating right. off the floor. Right. But sometimes a bowl would be great so I can supplement his kibble. To add, we always work on building his confidence, but he is somewhat fearful. Okay. So this is the thing. This is the thing. I'm not against all the alternatives that you're doing. I'm not against it. Okay. Let's say you put food in the food bowl and you put it in the dog's crate and you leave it there for 20 minutes, maybe 30. I'll let you get away with normally we do 15. I'll let you double it. I feed once a day. If you feed twice a day, that's fine. You put it down for 30 minutes in the morning, take it away. Whatever is eaten is eaten. You make up the difference at night. You don't, double up on it. Um, you put it down at night. Eventually, that dog's need out of the food bowl. The issue is you cannot convince your dog not to be afraid of that food bowl. But these are apex predators. They need to eat to survive. Mother Nature does not care about their fears. If they want to eat, they're going to have to get over their fears. So if you are hungry, you will eat food. Now, I'm not a fan of, well, I'll eat food off the floor if I just dropped it and I'll do, I'll do the five second roll. But if I saw a piece of meat in the dirt or in the rocks or in on the beach, I'm not gonna pick it up and eat it. If I was stranded on an island and I saw food on the ground, 
I will either rinse it off, not rinse it off, but I will eat it. Why? Because I'm hungry as fuck and I'm trying to survive. Next. Daniel, my 17-month-old Airedale is very mouthy. What can I do? So that's not puppy stuff, just to clarify. Your dog will not grow out of it. The dog will grow into it. The dog has already grown into it. We stop mouthiness in three seconds or less. All right? I've done it thousands of times successfully. See, this is the thing. I don't mind people... Um, saying I'm doing something wrong. In fact, I, I if anybody ever wants to come on to my podcast, not on the same night, but they can email me and I will do a side-by-side discussion with them. And we can have a, if you are capable, I, I have some rules. You have to be capable of actually having a civilized discussion, which is really hard for a lot of people to do. You can't just say, well, if you don't like my answer, you just go right to, well, you're a dog. At least I'm not a dog abuser, Jeff, like I am supposedly, right? It's like, because that's what people do. People jump onto my YouTube channel. I'm on my uh, YouTube or on my Facebook and they'll like say something and I'll be like, okay, that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. And that's all this is opinion. And my statements are based on facts. Facts are 20 years and 10,000 dogs. I consider what I'm saying is facts because we've duplicated things you know, over and over and over again and gotten pretty much the same results. I consider that a pretty good study, right? If you are capable of actually having a conversation and being open-minded and understand how to actually have a conversation that's civilized and have a debate that's civilized, I'll be more than happy to talk to you, okay? More than happy. But I'll throw out a couple of questions. How do you stop jumping? How do you stop resource guarding? How do you stop this? How do you stop that? And usually people will never answer the question. They just say, well, I'm not going to tell you because you should already know, meaning I should already know. It's like, oh, I know. I can tell you step by step. I want to know if you know. And then they'll say, at least I'm not abusing dogs. That, That tells me that number one, you are, either, you are either 12 years old, you're living in your basement, or you're 12 to 30 years old living in your basement, or you actually don't know the answer. So you actually can't have a civilized conversation, which is fine, which is fine. But if you're going to come on to my page, you better be prepared to answer some questions because we're helping people around the world. And anybody can jump on anybody's page and just say crap, which, by the way, is a crappy way to live. So, next. Did you even answer the question, how to stop mouthiness? So, you, the way you stop mouthiness, I wouldn't be able to survive without Joelle. Thank you. Get yourself a bonker. If you don't know what a bonker is, it's a wrapped up towel. I've got a video on YouTube on how to make a bonker. Okay? You have to give a marker. A marker is yes or no. It could be a lot of different Mark, you can have different markers for different things, but yes or no. Yes means what you did was right. It follows up with something good, like usually food, ball, toy, physical touch, verbal praise. Then you have a no marker. No is a negative. What you did was something wrong. It's going to be followed up with something that sucks. And it does not always have to be physically uncomfortable because dogs stop for pennies in a shaker can. And guess what? That doesn't hurt a dog, but the dog stops. But I want you to take a bonker and you would bonk the dog. No bonk. You can also use a remote collar. No remote collar. You can also have somebody prong collar attached to a leash. Have another person holding the leash. Dog gets mildly with you and that dog gets an extremely firm leash pop. All these punishers should be firm. People need to stop avoiding the consequence. And it's time and I've been doing this for 20 years, for some reason, everybody's afraid to talk about it. It is time for people to really, really wake up and realize if you truly want to stop cold, not manage, not I'm working on it. And there are things that you have to work on. Leash reactivity sometimes takes some time. You know, um, there's some issues that take time, but barking at front doors, that takes three seconds. Jumping on people, three seconds. Resource guarding, three seconds. Mouthiness, three seconds. You know, there are some things that actually can be eliminated right now, today, 
right here. We do it all the time. I go to people's houses, you know, I haven't for a long time, but now I'm starting to go just so Joel and I can get film content to help make these videos to help more people. We're stopping stuff in seconds. And then the owners are doing it. And we're getting owners are writing us letters saying, holy shit, I got a different dog. So next. Wow, you're really going on some rants tonight. No, I'm not going on rants. But when I told people that I was heading down to Florida, I told people I'm still going to be doing another podcast. But I told people it's like I'm stepping things up. You know, not because I can be in Florida and hide from all the people in Rhode Island. It's like because I'm still down here. I'm easy to get a hold of. In fact, we were at Costco today. Could have, could have found me there. You know, this is my first time at Costco. Holy shit. My first time there. He literally would have stayed there all day. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't have stayed there all and day. And he disappeared like three times. I'm like, where's Jeff now? Where's Jeff okay. now? Okay. Like uh, obsessed with Costco. I'm not obsessed with Costco. All I'm doing is this. Before you got here, I went to Walmart to go grocery shopping. Because there's a lot of bulk items that I can get there. And you know what? Canned beans are canned beans. I don't give a shit what you do and that, that, that it, you know, where they're from. So I'm, but I went to there and I'm like, holy shit. And that's when I started really realizing the price now. So I'd never be concerned about price of food. And that's a whole other podcast I'll be doing. But anyway, next. <sighs> okay. I know. I was about to get hit really Laura hard. Laura said hello. Hey, Laura. Port 29 doctor. Hi, my male GSD developed a nasty habit to invite other dogs to play by putting his paw over the other dog. For my female, it's okay. Yeah. For most other dogs, it's not how to get rid of it. So again, so with your your family dogs, there's a lot of things that are okay, but for other dogs, it's not okay. You can start a dog fight. What I want you to do is I want you to treat your dog, teach your dog the out command. I've got a free video on our YouTube channel about out away from people, you can use the same thing and it's out away from anything. What you're doing is you can get your dog to disengage. Also, what you can do is you can get a remote collar, give your dog a correction for doing that next. And the key thing is, and I forgot to mention this at the beginning, if you're brand new to my show, most questions are going to be, and if you've already noticed the sequence of questions other than saying hello and how are you, which is, you know, we've got the kindest people on the show, even the haters I love, I love all of you. And people are asking how to stop things. In order to stop a behavior, you have to be able to add a, apply a punisher. You can use the word correction. You can use the word punisher. It really doesn't matter. It, it's it's intolerable consequence, whatever word you're comfortable from. It's the opposite of a reward. You can't reward a dog out of a, of, of a bad behavior. I don't care what you're told. I don't care what the letters they have after their name. I don't care if they're your behaviorist. I don't care if you have your PhD in animal science. You cannot stop an unwanted behavior. And if you can, please show me the video and I'll bring you dogs and you can show me live and we'll film it and we'll stream it. Um, so you're going to notice that we use the word punisher a lot. Next. Julie Starnes. Hi, J&J. Sending love from Nebraska. Hey, Julie. How are you? Um, Bailey, I walk an eight-month-old doodle. She jumps on me so much. What can I do since she's not my dog to stop the jumping? Okay, so number one, you're a dog walker, it sounds like, or you're someone that's helping out a thing. Number one, you have to have a conversation with the owner. And you have to say, just to let you know, this is what your dog does, and just to let you know, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop it. Because you don't get, put it this way, there's that dog walker that had her face ripped off for probably 20 bucks. Horrible. Okay, it is horrible and it is disgusting. Okay. She showed up at someone's house and her face now is gone. And she had 88 bites, I believe. 88 bites. 800. Bite, 800 bites. And so I don't think people understand the power of a dog and she did nothing wrong. So for anybody to put any blame on this dog walker, for anybody, you're a fucking asshole. Okay. I've been working dogs for 20 years. There are dogs that should not be walking the face of this earth. That doesn't mean these two dogs shouldn't, but at this point they should be dead. Okay. But, but like she did nothing wrong and I'm sick and tired of people blame and owners do stupid stuff. Pet sitters do stupid stuff. Kids do stupid stuff. Your uncle John, the drunk does stupid stuff. We all know that, but to put blame on this person who came to the house to take care of someone's family dogs and for her to freaking lose her face that quick, have some fucking goddamn compassion for a your fellow human being. Okay. And so what you're going to do is this. If I had an eight-month-old dog and I was a dog walker and I was going to the house, what I would do is I would carry a bonker with me and I would say no and hit the dog in the head with a bonker. I would also set it up. I have a video on my YouTube channel. It is free. 
It is a free video on how to stop jumping. That is one of my three-second protocols. It takes three seconds to stop a dog from jumping. That's all it takes. Next. Um, Matt, hey, guys. What are your thoughts on invisible pens? I'm assuming not necessary with your program. No, not at all. No, no, no. It is. We do not address boundary training. We absolutely do not address boundary training. Boundary training is something totally separate. You're asking a dog to not have a physical fence in your property, and there is a dog in the street. There is a cat across. The, like we, we in Florida, we have a cat that's right next door that hides underneath the RV. Okay, none of my training that is in the academy covers that. None of it covers that. And even the best recall trained dogs can still go after that cat. So um, I am not against invisible fencing. Other than this, dogs do go through invisible fencing. Mm -hmm. It does fail. It doesn't stop other dogs from coming in. And it doesn't stop anything, anything yeah. from coming in, from coming in. That's the only downfall of the invisible fence. But guess what though? It absolutely works with millions of dogs. But how about if you've got that dog it doesn't work with? Or how about if you've got that dog that once a month it doesn't work with? So, and how about if you've got that stupid kid, stupid person walking the dog that comes on your yard? Also, I don't like dogs running the boundary of the fence barking. I don't like that at all. Next. And I don't believe that a dog should be unsupervised. Next. Alicia, I love that Zoom idea. I have a one-year-old beagle, Boston Terrier. Can I have the shot collar on him all day to deter him from mouthing and stealing things from the kids, counter surfing, or should he only wear it at certain times? So if you're going to have a remote cut, this is it. This is the thing. Can you have a collar on your dog all day? That's the real question, correct? Because a lot of people will say it shouldn't be, but can you have a collar on your dog all day? Yes, you can. But with a remote collar, a shot collar, which does have two contact points. You will not burn your dog. It's impossible to burn your dog. If anybody says that dog is burned, they're an idiot. They don't know what they're talking about at all. All right. And I've got some land that I will sell them for really, really cheap. Um, I also have some land that I will sell them for a ton of money. Um, it Pressure sores. So rotate it. Now, this is the thing. All the things you mentioned are three second protocols to stop. Every single one of those can be stopped in three seconds. I've got free videos on YouTube, or you can do a one-on-one -on -one consult or do a, or join our Patreon channel for 10 bucks. All right. And we will have, we have videos or any of the, the Academy videos address any of that stuff. Mm. Case study number two. Yeah. Okay. We'll have videos on all that stuff. Oh, stealing things from the kids we address. Yeah. Yeah. Is that under resource guarding? Or case study number two. Case study. Case, stu case study number two. We've got some things that we address in case study number two. Did you tell us just to rotate the e-collar? And then rotate the e-collar every three to four hours. Next. Yeah, if you're gonna have it on all day, rotate yeah. it. Yeah, and there, and you don't need to, and you don't need it in the crate unless the dog is barking and whining. Next. Um, Melanie, hi Jeff and Joelle. I was at the leash reactivity seminar with my husky. Thanks for such a great day. I'm looking forward to purchasing the Green to Graduate yeah. course. Thank you. The Green to Graduate course, please get. Oh, do that's nothing about being on Patreon. So it's 10 bucks a month and the all members of Patreon, any course that is in our academy, any course, you get a 20% savings on. Any course from now until whenever. So all of these courses that are 197, do the math. Was it $39.40? Okay. Every course, we have people buying. We have, one day we had somebody buy every one of our courses at once. Literally, just just bought all the courses at once. Like holy shit! Next, Jane Hermione. Two years of lockdowns with people twenty four seven. Now her separation anxiety is rearing its ugly head. Yep. When we leave, destroying the inside of her crate. Yep. Oh no, Minnie bending the metal bars, barking, all kinds of antics. I'm assuming massive structure, minimal affection. Baby cam with e-collar, anything else, Minnie's defeated mom. Yep. You're not the, okay. I'm sorry that you feel defeated. This is the thing. From the beginning of- She just came in from boarding not long ago. I know. We didn't see that. I but know. also we addressed like all the small So stuff. yeah, we stopped it right from the beginning. You know how we stopped it? At the first sign of any whining, pawing at the crate, mouthing at the even crate. Even standing up. Even standing up in the crate, it was addressed. It was addressed. So if you want to do a one-on-one -on -one consult, we can eliminate all that stuff in- a 30 minute, just book a 30 minute one. Do not book an hour one. And you can also book consults through the academy. 
through the academy. That means if you're a Patreon member and you book a council through the academy, you get you get twenty percent off the consult. We are trying to help as many people as possible through free, massive free content, daily social media, which is free, and now obviously online stuff as well, which is the online academy. Next. Melanie said, ha, I love calling in on your radio show. I'm an OG. Oh, wait. Who is that? Melanie. Oh, she, wait, she liked calling in on the radio show. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. She's an OG. Damn, that is an OG. So how did that work? People would literally call in and yeah, then you could hear. It's a talk show. So people could hear the people on the other line too. Correct. Them. There was a 10 second delay. There had to be. Because you swear too much. Brett, my producer. No, it, I didn't though. Not anymore. Because he fucking yelled at me. So there's it's a cl- typical producer. He's behind a wall with glass, and then I'm in the bo- then I'm in the station with a microphone, an AM seven ninety. It was a cumulus station, and it was it was streamed on iHeartRadio. He worked out a deal with on iHeartRadio, so I don't even know if iHeartRadio is around anymore. So it's streamed on iHeartRadio, and um, and it was funny because none of my pause buttons worked. He goes, "No, Jeff, you have no control over the pause button." He goes, "His pause button worked." He was like. There'd be a commercial break. He's like, Jeff, just to let you know, 30 seconds of that fucking was, was nobody heard. I'm like, are you serious? What do they hear? He goes, they hear nothing. I'm like, stop fucking swearing, Jeff. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. No wait. Yeah. How did you even get on the radio? Did you just show up one day and be like, hey, I want a show? So, you know, it's funny. I, I want to start doing business tips for people, you know, starting new businesses. Like, who's just like, I'm going to start a radio show. So I used to go to... Back when I was in the adult business, no, no, back pre-adult business. You know, you guys know what a scrunchie is, like ladies. You know what a scrunchie is? But that was a that's a patented name. So S C U N C I. I couldn't actually call him that. I actually got a letter from Scrunchie one time saying I couldn't I couldn't call him that. I manufactured those. I didn't invent them. Don't get me wrong, but I manufactured them and I sold them by the dozen. And I did everything. I sourced the material. I sourced the elastic. I did all the labor. I did, you know. Those are coming back now. Yes. They're much I, healthier for your hair yep, than these. Yep, I, I did. A, I, 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 I mass produced them in my version of mass production. At a sewing machine, I built a folder. I did every a folder, like a fabric folder that automatically fed it through the machine. I mean, it was pretty high tech for me. Anyway, I would go door to door to businesses to sell these things. Door to door to businesses. People don't do that shit anymore. So where's this question from? How did you get on oh, the radio? So I, I I approached every talk radio station in the state. Every one of them. I went to a seminar. I went to a convention in Providence. And they were all there. As well as a bunch of other businesses. It was a, it was a, the Chamber of Commerce put it on. And I walked up to every booth. I said, hey, I'm Jeff Gelman of Sally Canine Training. And I've got... You know, uh, um, I'd like to do a dog training Q&A show. Everybody fucking laughed, except for AM790. And I was on there for six years. Damn. Yep. It's the same station that Buddy Cianci was on. Did you have a lot of people call in? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. You were like podcasting before it was the thing. It was called a radio show. You're like the godfather. Of no, that. no, not, not even what close. Q&As? No, no, no. But I've been doing it for a long time. It's pretty yeah. cool. Next. Um, Kristen said, please post information on your Florida location. Um, no, it's my, <laughs> it's, it's my house. I do not have a Florida location. There's no Florida location. So this address does not give it, get given away. This is my home. So you, you, you will be shot. So, um, sorry. Well, you will. God. So no, I mean, it's my private property. So it's not, there's no facility here. No facility here. I'm not open for I'm not open for business for dog training. Um, I will come to your house. Um, what you can do is you can go to the website, solidcaninetraining.com, fill out a one-on-one contract. Um, I will call you. I will I will be doing two hour sessions at people's houses, but I but you're I'm in the okay, I'm in Bradenton, Rhode Island. I'm Bradenton, Florida. Okay. So it's like I'm looking for local people. If you're not local, there's gonna be a very large charge for for drive for driving obviously so but we need content and the whole thing will be filmed and it will be put up on the academy next len lenny hey jeff and joelle long time no see hey len hey if i came across as cold on that and i'm caring i apologize but that's that's i knew people would start asking that i better come up with a better respectful answer 
Next. Diana, I recently had someone tell me I should never let my young Rottweiler play tug of war with my older GSD mm -hmm. because the younger dog may become aggressive towards the GSD. True or false? So what's that person's name? Diana. Okay, so Diana, feel free to call them an idiot. Okay, and if you really want to, if you're really having a snarky day, call them a stupid motherfucker. Right? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, it's not. I've heard it before. Okay? We've heard much stupider okay. things. So that's like the millions of kids and adults, frankly, who play paintball or with a Nerf gun turn into school shooters. Right? True or false? False. All right. Tug is a game. Now, I do have rules for tug. You control it. Like, I do not want, so we have three dogs down here. We have three dogs. I've got two down here. Joel has one down here. They cannot just randomly run around this house. All right? They've got, you know, inside the house is calm time. There's a swimming pool that they can swim in. We have tons of places to play chuck it. They're off-leash dogs, so we have an off-leash lifestyle. Tons of places around here that they can play chuck it. And the ocean is right down the street. And there's a beach that's not the tourist or the nice beach, but it's great for running dogs on. And, and it's it's sandy, and there's also water there. And then, the, and then there's that. So, But you start when we tell you to start. You end when we tell you to start. And so that, that fulfills all their things. So if they're going to play tug, you start it, you end it. Next. I lost my spot. Please hold. <laughs> Is that the question? <laughs> um, enjoy the journey, dog training. Packing for the mastermind now. Should I bring my string bikini? <laughs> yes, but, Fuck but it. Holly. Oh, we'll our bikinis all week. But Holly, you don't got to wear it. You don't have to bring a top. <laughs> okay? No top. Okay, this is a topless seminar. It's gonna be great. It's a topless seminar. Um, a rainbow in the dark. My puppy goes to work with me, groomer, and when I have to put her in a kennel, she screams like someone is beating her. Yeah. I've been working on this for three weeks and nothing has helped. Bonker doesn't work. Nope. She's fine at home and no sit down, leave it and touch. Just okay. at work where we've been since day one is terrible. Okay. The dog doesn't need to know any commands. You know why? Because it doesn't know shut the fuck up in a crate, right? So, so even if the dog knew 50 commands, it only knows to need one. Shut the fuck up in the crate. Now, you've tried the bonker. Did you bonk the top of the crate, side of the crate, or did you put a slipping around on the dog, say no, pull the dog out, bonk it, throw it back in? Did you use a remote collar on the dog? Oh, my God, you shouldn't shock the dog in the crate. It'll have a negative association with the crate. Okay, let me have an educational news alert to people. The dog already has a negative association with the crates. Like one plus one does not equal three, it equals two. All right? And I'm not even a fucking mathematician. I didn't even make it through school because of drugs and alcohol, unfortunately. All right? I did, but I don't remember it. But I did. I actually have a high school diploma. I actually have a two-year college degree. I didn't know that. I actually did not know I had a two-year degree. Because I was asked to leave college. They were nice about it. Mr. Gelman, guess what? What? We're not going to arrest you. Really? No. But you have to leave school. <laughs> so I left. Wow. They're like, fuck it. We'll give you a diploma too. Just get out. No, 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 no. I guess I finished. So this must have been in my third year. I don't remember it. So I, this, I've been sober for over 30 years. So this is pre-sobriety. Pre Next. Garrett said, how would you deal with the six-month-old GSD breaking heel to go after passing cars? So now what you need to do is this, is you got a couple of issues here. Someone could tell you, have a better heel. And I agree 100%. Number two, you still have to address the breaking of command. We have a walk-the-walk program. You don't have to, I'm going to give you the answer now, okay? But we have a walk-the-walk program in the academy. It's only $37. Now, the Green to Graduate program, and I, I don't want to turn this show into a sales pitch, but it's like now that we have these products, I want people to have access to these products. So the Green to Graduate includes the Walk the Walk program for free, just to let you know. Okay, literally, the program was literally moved from here right into the other program. It's not little bits and pieces. It's the whole program. Yeah, it's the whole program. Anyway, this is what you're going to do. There's something called loading. 
Loading is the sign that the dog's about to break command. So let's say you're walking and all of a sudden you start hearing, what is it, cars? The dog yes. breaks? Okay. And all of a sudden you start hearing a car. All of a sudden your dog's ears go up, which is normal. Oh, a car is approaching. Do I care? If your dog get lunged at cars, I wouldn't care. But your dog lunges at cars. No, boom, correction. Heel, boom, correction. Stop the arousal. Next. Um, Leon just adopted a three-year-old kind of corso. She was friendly until she came home with me. What should I do? Right. So. Oh, boy. So she was friendly because she was out of her element and she was not in your elements. Now, let me ask you a question. Who asked that question? That was Leon. Okay, Leon, you may want to do a one-on-one. -on -one, and the reason why is you have a power breed that can easily kill a human being. Okay. Corsos are for pretty experienced dog trainers. I'm dog owners, I mean, sorry, dog owners. It's not a good first time dog. Um, it's a power breed dog and make it can turn south on you really quick. And man, can it be scary? It can be very, very scary. Very scary. Your friendliest, loving corso can go like we we just got a um I'm gonna answer your question. We just got a um and remember make sure I do answer the question, please. We just got in an application with somebody that has a corso. Love the dog, sweet the dog, great with my kids, yada, yada, yada. But if it picks up something off the ground, it turns into fucking Cujo. It's the worst. Yeah, it's called resource guarding. Yep, that's your friendly, loving dog guarding something. Mm -hmm. People need to understand the power of an animal. Now, at home, let me ask you a question, Leon. What's the first thing you did when you brought that dog home? What's the first thing you did when that dog came into your, went into your car? Structure? Or love and affection? Which one? Love and affection? Structure? The thumbs. Got it? What's your structure look like? What's your household management look like? What's your home family training plan look like? Or are you giving that dog love and affection and meeting your emotional needs? And tons of freedom. And tons of freedom. No rules, no structure. And don't tell me, oh, he knows sit, he knows paw. That's not what I'm talking about. I want to know, have you turned your house into a boot camp? You just brought the dog home. You just brought it home. It does not need love and affection. Well, live with an abusive relationship. I don't care. It doesn't need love and affection yet. Oh, yes, it does. It was missing it. Uh-huh. And look where we are today. Look where we are today. Scared. Look at the question you asked. We see this all the time. So dogs come into us. For a boarding train, we don't care what their history is. They come into us. They get dropped off. What do you think the first thing we do is? Structure. Literally, structure, accountability. We do this before we even do training with the dog. These are the rules. This is the structure. No, you can't rush through doors. No, you can't bark. No, you can't jump up on us. No, you can't try to fight. No, you can't try to bite. No, you can't be a jerk. No, you can't be a pushy, snotty brat. None of that has to do with obedience. It's all about behavior. So important. Next. Carol, my 10-month-old GSD will go up and down three stairs. Trainer I said, trainer I had said he's too young to teach stairs. Back are are you fucking Rick? What? Are you fucking nuts? <laughs> What's your opinion? And if you think he should be taught, how do I go about it? How old is the dog? 10 months. 10 months old? He's too young to be taught to go up and down stairs? Are you fucking serious? I'm assuming she didn't mean 10 weeks, but 10 months. But even at 10 weeks, the dog can do it. Yeah. Clarify that. Did you mean 10 weeks or not? Because that does make a difference. Because then the dog maybe physically can't go up and down the steps. Right. All right? They can go down the steps. They just got to fucking roll. But we taught um, that 13-week-old puppy to do it at my house. Yeah. And we taught that adult-ass dog how to do it in that case study. Right. Right. And that 10 very different protocols. For and that 10 week old puppy did it on wooden steps, yeah. which they can slide on. Yeah. So we've got a video on case study number two. Two was the one where the dog was like planting itself. And yeah. Refusing to case go. study number two. This dog has spent eight months of its life. It's only a year old. Eight months of its life, literally not wanting to go up the steps for anything. And you can literally, like, it would choke itself out trying to get up the steps. And if you put, put push too much, it would bite the owner. Guess what we did in less than five minutes? Angelo, my nine-year-old son, was walking that dog up and down the steps. At 
he, he was nine. This dog is 100 pounds. So if your dog is truly 10 months old, and if an owner said he's too young, it's time for you to find another trainer. If he's 10 weeks old, okay, I take it all back. I take it all back. And then what you do is you can use a combination of food lures and a little bit of leash pressure. All right? And you're going to make it fun. And you're going to start by going down the steps. It'll be easier for your dog. Next. Laura said hello, Joelle and Jeff. Hey, Laura. Hey, Laura. How are you? Daniel said thank you. You're welcome. Drazzy Ant Girl. Hey, Ooh. guys. Haven't said hi in a while. So hi. Hope you're doing well. Hey, I thought she changed her screen name. She did. It used to just be Ant Girl, I'm pretty sure. I thought now it was even, so I thought it was something totally even different. Oh. Good to have you back. Sarah said Costco is the bomb. It really is. And this was a swanky one. You were like. I was. He was like a kid in Disney World. I'm just like, where's Jeff? I'm trying to call him. There's no service because we're in like a concrete building. I'm like, I'm never going to find him. You know I turn my back for one second. Gone. You know what's really, really funny? Gone. You know what's really, He's really. eating samples. <laughs> Literally. Do you know what's really, really funny? When you couldn't find me, yeah, I was buying you shit. Just to let you know. It's really sweet. Okay. Yep. Okay. You're welcome. Holding on dog training, counting down the days, looking forward to the mastermind. Weather will be perfect. Welcome to Florida. Thank you. Can't wait to see you, Ashley. Yes. Amir, hey guys, what other trainers do you recommend following on social media? Thank you so much and wish you only the best. No, but my buddy Sean O'Shea is a good dog. And then that's every, I, there are, okay. There are hundreds, if not thousands of good dog trainers out there that you should probably follow. I just don't recommend any of them. And that is not because I don't agree with them. I just don't know them. So I don't recommend them. I don't recommend them. I shouldn't say that. You know, who's good is Sailor Jerry. Is that Sailor Jerry? Yeah. Sailor Jerry is really good. She seems really nice. Yeah. She, I've got some really cool I have never met her before. And she's putting out some really funny, but quality content. Also, I like her life story. Yeah. I like her life story. She's badass. I like what she's done with herself personally. Mm -hmm. I would say she is definitely killing it, not just on the social media game, on the training game, and on the educational game. Um, but... Um, there's a lot of dog trainers out there that have got good dog training skills, but are not the best people. They're assholes. Okay. So I've just been through, you know, a lot of cancel culture and I just find that a lot of people that I thought were more professional jumped on the bandwagon of I hate Jeff Gelman. And once you do that, I lose your respect. And a lot of people that train similar to me or even firmer than me, nobody stood up. And I don't need people to defend me. I can defend myself. I'm still standing here. I am today doing better than ever. But I think it's a character flaw. So that sort of like wipes out your good quality. Um, Julie from Nebraska is good. She was on the show here. Ashley. I, Ashley is good. So, I mean, there's, there's good dog. Don't get me wrong. There's, there, there's some dog trainers on the show that are good. Um, and there's a lot of good dog trainers. Are you hungry, sweetheart? Okay, why don't you, no, why don't you get your food from last night, please? Oh, yeah. Thank you. And grab some water and sit at the breakfast bar. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, next. Um, Port 29 Doctor, Joelle, you need a GPS tracker for shopping with Jeff at Costco. That's what Angelo said, too. He's like, we need to put a tracker on Papa. They did have Fitbits there. Does that have a tracker on it? I don't know. No. I'm going to be one of those people. Marlene said, Jeff, Joelle, with a bunch of hearts. Thank you. Caitlin said, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Ben said, did you see my comment? I don't think so, Ben, because I didn't read it. So, Comments um, again. Yeah, we go through all the comments. Sometimes they don't show up. If they're, if the question was too long, it doesn't show up. Or um, if I was, honestly might have just skipped it. Yeah, we might have skipped it. Not Sorry. on purpose. Yeah. Definitely not on purpose. Uh, Port 29, Doctor, thank you for your answer. But when I punish my dog, how will it know? That this is about the paw on the other dog and not about interacting with the other dog. Because you're marking it with the word no. That's why. Before any punisher, you're marking things with the word no. At the exact moment. Okay. So it's no. You can have a small latency period. Paw, no. Right. Got it? No. That's why. And that's why there's a lot of misinformation that dogs don't understand what they're being corrected for. Really? Really? 
So if Angelo was disrespectful to myself and he loves, um, I let him use his tablet. So I homeschool him. He does six hours a day of homeschooling. He does 30 minutes to an hour of educational videos. He loves reading, um, watching stuff about uh, the history of the United States and other countries. He loves a lot of war stuff. And then he gets to watch his educational, uh, I mean, his, his fun shows. So I can take away his tablet. I said, you were disrespectful to me, Angelo. I'm taking away your tablet. He connected to. He wouldn't just think I'm some random lunatic. He already thinks I'm a random lunatic. Okay. So he. Did you just freaking agree with that? <laughs> okay. Okay. So he would understand next. Um, moms against medical bullying and apathy. Is getting a dog to stay in place the key to getting them to not run out the front door when the kids open it? Um, yes, and but you can also just teach the dog not to run out the front door. So you have both options. So you can do you can absolutely do training for um, um, it's not it's not boundary training, but it's threshold training. Threshold. So you can do threshold training, and you can absolutely get your dog not to cross over um, thresholds without permission, and you role play the hell out of it next. You know what I noticed, which was so weird, when I stayed in the hotel with Wes Wednesday night, mm. he was waiting. It was so bizarre. Every time we walked into the lobby to the elevator, I had him off leash, and he would just wait. And I'm like, let's go. And then he'd come on the elevator or, like, through the lobby. Yes. It's, like, too ingrained. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, no. It's like, you know, you're supposed to follow me. Yeah, he's like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I had a dog, Uma, who unfortunately died at 12. This goes back a little bit. And uh, from the house, there was this little back porch area. And then we had a fence that separated our fence from our driveway mm -hmm. just for like, just like so contain things, dogs and, 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 and kids. And um, I would open up the door and then I, and I, and dogs would go through and then they get in the back of my SUV. And even at 11 years old, Uma would be like sitting there. And I'm like, Uma, you're 11. The rules don't apply. I said, you really don't have to fucking follow these rules. These, these, like, that rule. I said, you really don't have to follow that rule anymore. <laughs> Next. Um, Lynette said, watching from Pennsylvania. Hey, PA. How are you? T3RZ. T3RZ. Mm. Hey, today we are we were attacked by five street dogs. What's the most effective way to protect my dogs and me from them? This time screaming was enough. But I don't think it will work all the time. No, I'd get a gun. Five dogs. I'd get a gun and I'd shoot them all. And if anybody has a problem with that, oh well. At a minimum, have like a walking stick yeah. or something with you. Or, or bear spray. So get bear spray, a golf club, or a gun. And I'm not joking on any of those. But if I, because I carry, so if I had five street dogs attacking my dog, you'd have five dead street dogs. All right? And I'm not joking at all. I have no problem neutralizing a threat. And that does not mean I'm advocating shooting of dogs. But if a dog is going to be hurt, it's not going to be my dog. And frankly, it's not going to be me. And five street dogs can easily kill your dog and easily kill you. And it is not a joke. It is serious. It is a serious, serious problem. And it is happening more and more and more. So they'd all be toast. And it's, does it suck for them? Yes, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks for them. So next. Daniel said, could you please provide the YouTube link? Yeah, go to my, no, actually, no, I won't. I won't. You know why? Because it's a test. It's a test for you. The name of my company is Sally Canine Training. I'll give you a hint. All right. And I do this not to be a dick or a jerk. I'm already naturally a dick or a jerk, obviously. Okay. I don't need any help on that, but I do it as a test. And the test is this. If someone won't do the research, and this is not towards you at all. It's a, it's a, in general, I do this a lot to people. If people won't do the simple research to find out how to get to not only my channel, but how to find a video, you're probably not going to do the work that it takes to rehab your dog. Because I'll give you a hint. The name of my company is Solid Canine Training. Go to YouTube, type in Solid Canine Training. Go to my website, look for the link that says YouTube. When you're in YouTube, go in the search box, my search box, 
because you can search my videos. Search for the video you're looking for. I don't have the link. I don't have it. Because if, if I wanted to get the link, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Even on my own channel. Next. Virginia, hi. Just to let you know how proud we are of Zoe's success. She really has come along and you are definitely the reason. We are following what you taught and she, a lot of consistency in her life. She Good. knows her routine and is so calm. Thank you, Ginny. Good. That's so, so good so, to hear because Zoe was that super fearful. Ooh. Like, what was she, seven months old? That's she, right. Wouldn't let us touch her. Oh, my God. At seven months old, I know. Screaming her head off about everything. So, you know, Ginny, you should be proud of yourself. Yeah. Okay? We just gave you a head start. That's all we did was give you a head start. You are responsible for this. You. You're responsible for it. Next. Amir, hey guys, I just want to share that I've heard from a very well-known trainer on YouTube says that he believes in corrections, but when it comes to mindset, like reactivity or aggression, punishment does not work in the long term. He says that correction methods are suitable and good for behaviors such as jumping, barking, eating from the floor, chasing things, etc. Do you hear things like that from balanced trainers? Let's get the word balanced trainer out of there. This is the thing, and I don't want to know who this person is at all. And this comment is not directed to this person. Okay. Whoever this is, whoever it is, and I don't care who this is. I don't care that they're well known. I don't care that they're on YouTube. I don't care that they've got a million followers. I don't care that they've been doing this longer than me. I don't care about any of that stuff. This person though, just doesn't know how to do it or can't do it. Okay. We, I personally, and we as a company have been doing, doing, doing it for 20 years with success. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. But until you've done it. Okay. My opinions are based on the experience I have had in my life. Someone else's opinions are based on the experiences they've had on their life, but also their skill set and their knowledge. So they just might not have the same information or doing what we are doing, but we do it over and over and over and over again. We get dogs into a better mindset through corrections. That's not the only thing we do. That's not the only thing we do. There's a lot of steps we do, but that is involved. So there you go. Two trainers, two opinions. Next. Omar, how do I get my dog to stop jumping on, on me and other people? He's only three months old. Will it ever stop? I hope so. He's only three months old. He's 12 weeks old. I'd get the green to graduate number one. Okay. I'd also get the puppy course. Start with the puppy course, go into the green to graduate. Yeah, puppy course. I think we address all that. So, stuff. okay. Jumping and all that. Yeah, address that. But what you're going to do is you're going to correct the dog for jumping. So there's three things, three main things we correct puppies for. Biting, jumping, whining, and crying. Next. Mandy said, because Jeff is a brazen but bold and persistent SOB. That's how he got the radio show. LOL. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to start giving out. So I started. So right, I'm 56 now. I started working at the age of nine. I was shining shoes on the street corners of Cleveland, Ohio. And then I was going door to door in Lyndhurst, Ohio, where I lived, shining shoes. In Cleveland is where my father had his drugstore. Cam's Rexall Pharmacy at 165th and Lorraine. And um, this goes back, you know, 47 years ago. Um, and I've built a lot of businesses since then and all of them from zero to seven, seven plus figure businesses. And I've done it all through massive amounts of hard work, massive amounts of hard work. And I've had my ups and downs, some years more downs than ups. And work ethic, hard work has been a consistency in all of those things. And making massive amounts of mistakes 
has been a consistency in all of those things and having no fear to try new things and trying something new and then trying to figure out how to make it work has been a consistency. Yeah, that's in, definitely your name in the game. In all those things. That's the opposite of you. It's total opposite of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need safety. You need guaranteed results <laughs> before you start. Next. <gasps> that's the one thing we conflict over. It is. It really is. Yep. Yep. Next. Poppy, you have been a huge help to me in my career. I thank you with my whole being. You're, you know, you're welcome. You know, Poppy, th number one, thank you for saying that. And um, thank you for saying that. And then also on a personal growth experience, Poppy, let's say a couple of years from now, you decide that you decide not to like me, which happens, by the way, all the time to me. And that's okay. You know why? I will still love you. I will still love you. But what I always tell people is this, because I've helped hundreds, if not thousands of young dog trainers start their careers, make their careers better. A lot of them won't admit it, but it is what it is. I don't, I don't really care. But I've got a phrase that I use in a lot of different contexts, everything from divorce to building a business to a lot of different things. Don't forget where you started. Don't forget where you started. And hate, anger, jealousy are terrible qualities to have. If you have them, what a wonderful opportunity for you to work on your personal growth. And if you need help with that, I can always help you, but so can the internet for free. There is so much information on the internet between sad guru to Tony Robbins to believe it or not, Joel Olstein, and I know he gets a bad name um, to hundreds of other people out there. And they've got so much information out there. Jocko is great. They've got so much information out there. You know, Ed Milet. Um, uh, uh, there's so much, so many people out there that have got information um, that is out there. And I only I mentioned males, but there's a lot of females as well. Next. Um, Kristen said, "Oh man, about not giving away your location." <laughs> No, oh, why would I give away my location? Everyone wants to come by and see Jeff swimming in the pool. Okay. Gonzalo. So, oh, please. Only if you can tip him a 20, then maybe. Please. Um, Jeff, with all the people you guide and things you do, what things do you do for yourself and your sanity? Um, believe it or not, what you just mentioned, believe it or not, what you mentioned, um, I, I'm going through a phase in my life right now where I'm getting up at one in the morning. I can't help it. Very healthy. I can't help it. So I spend about four hours every morning before I go to the gym. Ironically, the gym down here in Bradenton literally is open 24-7. So they don't just advertise it. They're literally open 24-7. So I'm excited about that. So I think I'm going to become a 2 or 3 a.m. gym person now. Um, I spend about four hours every day before I go to the gym. Um, working on my mindset and then I go to the gym and then I come home, I eat a healthy meal and then I get my itinerary together for Angelo because I homeschool him and then I, um, well, one of the things is I'm down in Florida right now um, for a lot of different reasons, a little, little working sabbatical. Um, to me, work is therapy. Um, right now, I'm fortunate that I can do a different type of work remotely and put some of my creative ideas and draw creative ideas, who she's more creative than I am, um, to, you know, to work. Um, Reels. So. It's six o'clock. You have a consult. All right. We got to go, guys. Sorry. I got to cut it short. I got to grab a quick bite to eat. Um, love you guys. Angelo.
You're going to say anything or you're going to just stare at yourself? Goodbye. <laughs> Have a good day. Adios. Adios, amigos. He's learning Spanish. Right. Take Night, care. Bye, everybody.